Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Akhtar. Hello, 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 my friends. This is that great time of the day where I get to record this podcast and talk to you guys. It's always so exciting for me. I hope you get as much benefit out of it as I do recording it. Today I titled the podcast, Never Again Say You're Busy. And I can make this claim for you that you will never again say that you're busy through the power of planning. You can tell when people are running haphazardly that they have not taken time to plan. It's very obvious from their actions. Power of planning is so that you take control of your life, so that you can say that you are happening to your life rather than the life is happening to you. You can have macro level plans, micro-level plans, global plans, big, medium, small plans, and within one plan, you'll have to take many decisions to reach that goal. All of that is possible only through the power of planning. A bird's-eye view of your goals reveals a very complicated picture. It's overwhelming. But when you zoom in into one goal and into one task of achieving that goal and planning for that one task using your prefrontal cortex, everything else falls into place. So don't be overwhelmed with the amount of goals you still have to achieve. Trust me. Start small and be consistent. Break your goals down to daily, weekly, quarterly, yearly segments, and you can get anything in your life that you want. I can always tell by talking to a person about how likely they are to achieve their goals just by the amount of planning they've done meaning there's a very high probability that you'll reach your goals just by the amount of planning you've done. A lot of it is about mind management. If you don't really believe you can do it, you're never going to be able to do it. And mind management is described all in podcasts 1 through 6. Most of the time when we don't commit to a plan is because we're indulging in indecisions. Meaning first we have not narrowed down one goal that is most important to us and then we have not narrowed down all the decisions around that one goal. Indecisions are extremely draining. Indecisions are always asking us to indulge in obstacles. The way I define indulgence here is kind of like you indulging in ice cream, but instead you're indulging in indecisions. You're doing too much of it and the end result is not beneficial. Kind of like indulging in Netflix. If you find yourself only thinking about the obstacles around a goal, then you might want to check out a book called Rethinking Positive Thinking by Gabrielle Ottingen. She describes a very powerful concept in that book called WOOP. That's W-O-O-P. Stands for Wish, Outcome, Obstacle, and Plan. But if you don't want to read the entire book, I could just give you the breakdown right here, which is what I do best. So in this book, she describes visualizing a wish, which is your goal, imagining the outcome, And then imagining the obstacle you perceive might stand in your way. And then to plan around that obstacle. It's very much in line with what I'm trying to say here, which is don't indulge in indecision just because you see an obstacle in your way. Don't loop in indecisions. It is overwhelming and extremely energy draining. Give yourself a gift of decision. Gain energy. Preserve time. Those are very valuable assets. Which decision are you going to make, you ask? Well, whatever decision you make is going to be the right one, because that's the one you made. You're thinking only if it was that easy, but it really is. 
The longer you indulge in indecision, the more remote your goal is going to seem and the more you're going to continue to believe that you can never get there. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You can break this cycle with the power of just one decision. Scheduling, planning, and following through to that schedule. It really is that easy. Now, if the schedule feels restricting to you, it's because you didn't schedule in the activities you actually love. You have nothing to look forward to. Plan a perfect day and live your life from that day. Do this exercise just to reveal to yourself the power of scheduling. I'm not saying you plan a perfect day and never go to work again. What I am saying is if you schedule out of the pressure of obligation, of course you're going to hate your schedule. Let's take an example. If you have to do laundry and you're not looking forward to that, chances are you're coming from an obligation sense. It will be exhausting. Obligation is the worst form of motivation. You will always be run down from it. I watched a TikTok video the other day and a coach named Tori Gordon, she talks about a concept called shooting all over yourself. Yes, I said shooting, which is a verb, or at least how she describes it, which I have previously alluded to as should be thoughts, meaning if you are only in should be thoughts, then you're going to feel exhausted and unmotivated all the time. And not only that, it will also keep you from figuring out what it is that you actually want to do. If you still have your doubts about that and you haven't figured out what are your should be thoughts, then head over to islamiclifecoachschool.com and I'll send you a workbook that I've created that will help you identify your should-be thoughts and separate them from your important goals. This is a very key factor in self-discovery. So what do I mean by a sense of obligation? It basically means that if you're doing something because you feel obligated to do so, the motivation is coming from outside of you. The key is to internalize that motivation. How do you internalize motivation to do laundry, you ask? Should you be doing laundry because no one else will and the family needs clean clothes? You feel obligated. It is still a should-be thought. The motivation is external. And after doing laundry about 304 times, you're going to feel run down and you're not going to want to do it anymore. No matter how strong your external motivation was, it will be something you eventually resent and it is not a good outcome. Your mental health is much more important than that. So how do you internalize the motivation for mundane tasks like doing laundry? And if somebody tells you they have tips and tricks to be able to answer that question, they are straight up lying to you. There is no such thing as quick fixes. And I'm going to go back to first you have to figure out what it is that's important to you and only work towards that. After you've figured all of that out, and it just happens to be that one of your important goals is your family's health, then internalizing doing laundry for their hygiene and health is not going to be difficult. Remember, all big goals have tiny goals within them, and you have to make many small decisions within those goals. Now, maybe this way you would have found an internal motivation for your should-be doing laundry thought. Another way of saying this is I read in an article on the internet and it was very powerful to me. I don't recall the original article or the author, but it basically said that don't think of it as you have to do laundry. Think of it as you get to do laundry. Ties back to the idea of gratitude, which is emphasized so heavily in Islam. 
Don't think you have to drop kids to school. Think you get to drop kids to school. Don't think you have to prepare meals. Think you get to prepare meals. And here I will refer you back to the formula. C-T-F-A-R. Just change the T line in the formula and your result will be entirely different. From the thoughts, I have to do such and such. You can think, I get to do such and such. Based on gratitude, and all you have to do is a daily practice of thought output and running the formula from the beginning to the end on one of the should-be thoughts. Again, you can find that worksheet at islamiclifecoachschool.com. If you keep changing one thought at a time, the whole narrative will become internal eventually. If it doesn't happen right away, don't fight the process. It will take some time. But if you're persistent with it, it will happen. If applying the formula on a daily basis and changing your narrative one thought at a time does not work over time, then chances are you have not taken your time to identify your important goals. And again, go back to the workbook to identify those first. Now, if all of this fails, and I mean nothing works and you hate laundry or any other similar mundane chore from the core of your being, then what I have to offer you is just don't do it. Yeah, don't do laundry. You will find that the world will still be spinning. I know, it's hard to believe. But life will find a way to move on. Let me give you an example from my own life. There was a point where I was working full-time and during my second pregnancy, right out of residency, I had a lot of challenges with nausea and back pain. And after I had the baby, for the longest time, I could not find any energy to do much around the house. I went back to work three weeks after giving birth, and that was my personal choice. So with a newborn and again with a full-time job, I just could not find it in myself to prepare the meals for the family. I did not visit the kitchen for a considerable period of time. You can call it even months. I was drowning in my own guilt. I should be making meals. I should be cooking more healthy. I should be giving them lunches. I was completely exhausted from the indecisions, and even if I did cook, I was extremely resentful. During this time when I was fighting these battles in my brain, I got a note from my then six-year-old son. He brought a paper from school where his teacher asked him to write something about their personal hero, and he wrote, My personal hero is my mommy because she cooks me very good food. And in that note, he had thanked me for cooking him meals every day. And I was just floored. I was so surprised at this note. I thought this was some kind of a joke. But he actually truly meant it. During this time, when I haven't even touched the kitchen, he was actually getting fed. We were either ordering in or my very generous mother-in-law was helping out. And we were making ends meet, just not to my standard. And I was making it mean so much in my head, thinking about how I was failing my family and guilty about what I should be doing. And here was my six-year-old son, in all of his innocence, genuinely thanking me for giving him meals. His experience and my experience were completely opposite. And at that point, I learned there is no point in indulging in shame for something that you cannot accommodate right now, that the society otherwise expects you to do. As soon as a thought comes in your head that you should be doing this, you have to recognize that that is a poisonous thought that will eat your happiness away. 
and you should get to work by applying the formula on it right away. So don't do laundry if you don't want to. If you really, really don't want to. Trust me, life will still move on. Everything will still continue to happen. Just don't do it out of sense of obligation and external motivation because it will not serve you in the end. At this point, I kind of wanted to summarize my four podcast series on time management. Let's talk about all these concepts that we've learned and apply it to the concept of busyness and time management. In podcast seven, we identified the formula and learned how we can use it to manage our minds using higher brain and lower brain thoughts. In podcast eight, we talked about how to set personal goals around your priorities that are important to you and how to differentiate them from should be or urgent priorities. And then eventually we talked about how to schedule them in and how to honor that schedule and commitment to yourself. And in this podcast so far, I have described to you how to switch an external motivation or an obligation to an internal one. And if you still don't want to do it, then have the courage to drop it all together because paying a price with your own happiness and mental health is too expensive for any chore, no matter how important you think it is. And I applied it to an example of laundry, but you can apply it to any activity that you're doing out of the sense of obligation. So the big question is, why did we do all of this? Like, why did I record all of these four podcasts, give you worksheets, give you all these lessons, and requested you that you be thinking about all of this stuff seriously? Well, it's because I want to tell you that being busy is an option. When you say you're busy, or you say you don't have time, that's because you've made certain choices in your life to be that way. Busyness is purely a mental construct. Busyness is lack of planning. Busyness is laziness from planning. If you have scheduled in your goals that make you happy and bring you fulfillment, and you are monotasking at any given time, then how can you be busy? And as a reminder, I've talked about this before, but human beings are wired to do only one thing at a time. So when you're actually multitasking, you're shifting your attention quickly from one task to another. You're not performing two tasks at the same time. Thinking about two tasks at the same time creates busyness in our minds. And we go around saying, oh my God, we're so busy. We don't know where the time is going. With this thought process, you can literally create time out of thin air. So busyness being a state of mind, plan your goals in your calendar and drop the drama. It is that easy. Just drop it. I really hope all these concepts helped you. But if you're still finding it difficult to learn or apply these concepts, then contact me at islamiclifecoachschool.com. My email and my availability for appointments is all on there. Your first 30-minute session with me is free. The daily worksheet and the priorities workbook is also free. Send us your email and we'll send you these resources for free. But I am offering a course titled Gain 20 Hours from Your Week in Two Months Without Giving Up Any of Your Current Obligations. I've designed this course for people who want to create massive results for high-functioning individuals that want to take their life to another level, I will be enrolling the first 10 participants for free, in which we will create a life of your dreams over two months with all the time that you can imagine to do with as you please. That sounds pretty amazing.
What will you do if you had 20 extra hours in your week and you knew you could get there by working with me for two months? Imagine how much more extra time with your kids can you spend? How much more money you can create on those extra 20 hours? And imagine if you really wanted, how many more loads of laundry can you actually do in all of that extra time? <laughs> okay, enough about laundry. I just hope that you can find a way to internalize your motivations and lead a fulfilling life, a happy life. I personally take a lot of pride in creating massive results, making huge contributions in the world and creating value well beyond my family and myself. I operate from abundance mentality. Just imagine what you can do with extra 20 hours in your week. And all of this free material and my insights are for the wonderful, very hardworking super moms out there. You guys are my heroes. I want to eliminate all the suffering from our lives because I am you, I was you, I had all the struggles that you're facing now, and so much more. Everything is possible for us, so much more further than what our brain allows us to see. And with that, I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the motivation to find our best selves, to give us the courage to stand against our own humanity and conquer it with the higher brain and the intelligence that he's granted us to claim the level of respect that he has granted women in his religion, in this world, by managing our minds and creating so much value through the power of our minds that the rest of humanity will just be in awe of us. And with that, guys, I will leave you to ponder and think, as always. Make dua for me and all of the womanhood. Until next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem, regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. So you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes and inshallah, I will see you there.